Truckers Radio USA presents. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Where are their pants? The Derriers. Oh yeah. The Derriers. Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Iles. I'm Leo Wilds. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do, Roger. Yeah. We just, I don't know, to no end, we just keep doing it. Yeah, we keep doing it. Doing, driving up and down the roads, the highways and byways of America, picking up music wherever we find it. And playing it. And playing it. Yeah. And it's it's good. I, I, I enjoy it. I mean, there's so much out there. It's just laying around all over the place. I don't think we'll ever run out. Oh, I don't think so. Either. Yeah. No, that's too much. Yeah. Too much stuff out there. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, uh, exactly what is Americana music and anyway? We, we, they, we think that's a fair question. <laughs> I wish we had an answer for it. <laughs> I wish they asked somebody better than us. That's but, right. Uh, we're not like authorities or anything. We're we not. make that clear. I mean, I mean, we have an opinion, which is kind of a definition. Yeah, and it's kind yeah. of evolved into sort of a... Thing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, we feel like it's music with... Distinctive American roots. And we've left ourselves a lot of breathing room on that one. Well, yeah, it takes it out of that narrow fiddle and banjo thing. That's correct. You know, and it and it turns it into I mean, it could be doo wop. It could be rock and roll. It could be pop. It could be blues. Folk rock. It could be pop. Synth pop. Jazz. <laughs> you know, it could be that Nashville sound. It could be uh, show tunes. Slack key. Barbershop. Tex Mex. Cajun. Uh, alt country. Mumbo. It could be y'all alternative. Oh, y'all alternative. <laughs> oh, that's a good one right there. I found that somewhere. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but you know what else it could be? Well, I think I do know what it could be. It could be Boogaloo. boogaloo. Yeah. We, we like Boogaloo. We do. And it's uh, it's not Boogaloo nearly enough probably here on the Americana Roadshow, but we do our our we best. do our best. We're yeah. doing our part. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Well, the format of the show is that uh, we... Uh, um, Take turns starting the show. Right. And uh, we each of us shows up every week with a virtual fistful of tunes that the other guy has not yet heard. Good, and that is correct. Yeah. And so uh, it's an odd-numbered show. And, Leo, uh, so I believe you get to start. Okay. Now, okay. this is kind of a two-parter. All right. I like two-parters. Okay. I got one coming up, maybe. And, uh, yeah. And this is, this is a guy. His name was Julius La Rosa. Okay. All right. And uh, he was an American traditional popular music singer who worked in both radio and television beginning in the 1950s. And he was born, his parents were Italian immigrants. Uh, he was born in Brooklyn. And at the age of 17, he joined the U.S. Navy after finishing high school, became a radioman. Okay. All right. And he sang in a Navy choir at the Offers Club and at bars to pay for his drinks. That's a good good way to do it. I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, right? heck yeah, that's a living. But, but what <laughs> happened was, Roger, his Navy buddies uh, kind of uh, introduced him to Arthur Godfrey. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, Arthur Godfrey was, as we know, because uh, we've talked about him quite a bit on this show. Yes. Uh, he was one of America's leading radio and television personalities at the time. And a naval officer himself, 
Okay. Okay. So um, they got to know each other a little bit, and Godfrey was pretty much impressed with this guy and offered him a job. Wow. And said, "Well, you know, uh, when you you know get out of the Navy, uh, we'll just put you on the show." How about that? Well, he turned in. It was an incredible success. He was one of the most popular guys on the show. Wow. As a matter of fact, at one time, his fan mail exceeded that of Arthur Godfrey. I bet he didn't like that. He did not like that. <laughs> Knowing what I know about Arthur Godfrey. Oh, he was he was kind of a benevolent, you know, father figure to everybody on the cast. And because of that, he wanted to keep everything internal. He didn't want these guys to negotiate their own contracts or anything. Okay. He preferred to do it just, you know, with him and yeah. the staff and whatever. I got this covered. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, here's what we're going to do for you. Yes. But in the meantime... Uh, his career's kind of taken this off in spite of himself, and um, he ended up getting getting his own agent. Okay. Well, now, when Godfrey found out about this, he was furious, right? Oh, wow. I mean, he was just beside himself with the whole thing, but he didn't say anything. He fired him on the air. Oh, wow. That was a mess. Oh, yeah. And uh, what happened was he got up and sang this song, that he, you know, and Godfrey let him sing the song, and then he announced and uh, said... Well, the, he's become his own star, and that was Julie's swan song with us. Wow. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to just play this great song uh, by Julius LaRosa, so you kind of get a feel for him. And a little later on here, uh, I'll, I'll talk about a little more of the background and some of the backlash of that firing. Awesome. This is 1955, and the name of the song is Pass It On. Pass it on. Pass it on. When you get that happy feeling, pass it on. Pass it on. And if you want to keep that feeling, pass it on. Pass it on. Chase away your neighbor's sadness, and it'll fill your heart with gladness. So when you get that happy feeling, pass it on. Pass it on. And when your cup is running over, pass it on. Pass it on. And if you want to stay in clover, pass it on. Pass it on. You can bet it's worth the trouble, cause what you give, you get back double. So when your cup is running over, pass it on. Pass it on. What a world this would be, with a smile on every face. The bells would be ringing and the people would be singing all over the place. So when your heart is full of laughter, pass it on. Pass it on. And if it's happiness you're after, pass it on. Pass it on. Just be glad that you can spare it, because it's more fun when you share it. So when your heart is full of laughter, pass it on. Pass it on. What a world this could be, with a smile on every face. Bells would be ringing and people will be singing. This must be the place. So when your heart is full of laughter, pass it on. Pass it on. And if it's happiness you're after, pass it on. Pass it on. Just be glad that you can spare it, because it's more fun when you share it. So when your heart is full of laughter, and when your cup is running over, and when you get that happy feeling, pass it on. Pass it on! 
Pass yeah. it on, baby. <laughs> baby. Baby. That's a good way to start, Leo. Well, here we go. Okay. What do you got there, Raj? Okay. So, you know how it is. You're driving along and a song comes to your mind. And you drive into the ditch. Well, that has happened. That has happened. Yes. But oh, I thought you were talking about that one time. Well, no, not just that one time. Oh, okay. It, uh, the first thing happens a lot. Okay, gotcha. And so I kind of started looking into it. And, uh, and I tell you, the song is The Typewriter. Yeah. Okay. It's written by um, American composer Leroy Anderson. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, he also wrote Sleigh Ride, uh-huh. Blue Tango, The Syncopated Clock. I know all of those. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, so they're, they're very recognizable tunes. Um, Blue Tango was the first instrumental recording ever to sell one million copies. Wow. Um, uh, Sleigh Ride and The Syncopated Clock. Uh, uh, Syncopated Clock was a theme song for The Late Show. Yes, I'm, and that's it, where I remember it. Um, what was his name? Uh, Bob or something. I'll remember here. Yeah. In a yeah. And, uh, but Mitchell Parrish added words to The Syncopated Clock and to Sleigh Ride. And remember, Mitchell Parrish worked with Hoagie Carmichael. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So the right. Tangled yeah. Web. All okay. right. So um, uh, the, the composition, it features an actual typewriter as a percussion instrument. Mm-hmm. And, but, and what they had to do was they eliminated uh, all the keys except for two. Oh, so really? So that they wouldn't get tangled up. Yeah, right? yeah. We're talking uh-huh. about the old manual style. Right. right? And um, it was uh, it was modified, and what they found out, and according to the composer himself, as well as other musicians, the typewriter part is difficult because of the of the how fast the typing speed is, and even a professional sonographer cannot do it. Wow! And uh, the only only professional drummers have the necessary <laughs> wrist flexibility. Oh man! Yeah, it's been called one of the wittiest and most clever pieces in the orchestral repertoire. Wow! And they say, despite the almost total disappearance of typewriters in everyday life, the statistics show that the typewriter is still a favorite Anders- Anderson uh, song. Song, yeah. Well, so, it, it still that that particular sound still appears in a lot of movies and stuff. Yeah, it kind of does. People, yeah, yeah kind of acquainted with the sound. So uh, it was a single from 1953. Leroy Anderson and his Pops Concert Orchestra doing the typewriter. <laughs> Thank you. 
See, I haven't heard that forever, man. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it great? I mean, it's just it really something, is. something out of my childhood, I guess, you know. But I think Jerry Lewis did some kind of skit on it, that or something one time. Could be. Sounds like could it. Could be, man. All right, Leo. Uh, what's next? Okay, I'm going to circle around. Is this around. the follow-up thing? This is the follow-up thing. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm going to circle around back to that Arthur Godfrey uh, faux pas where he fired uh, his, you know, famous star live on the air. Right. It turned out to be a huge mistake. Wow. Uh, because one of the things he said afterwards was that um, La Rosa had been fired because, get a load of this, he lacked humility. <laughs> oh, he wasn't, gee, he wasn't uh, helpful. Uh, Arthur Godfrey, he would be a good judge of that. Oh, he would be an excellent judge of that. <laughs> and so here's the thing. It really backfired on him, man, because comedians began working the phrase no humility into their routines. Oh, wow. It was everywhere, man. And here, so along comes this gal named Ruth Wallace, right? And she was born in 1920, and uh, she was a novelty, uh, popular cabaret kind of singer, right? Uh, she sang with studio orchestra and often took on an accent, a fa- fake accent for songs about characters uh, from uh, from other, you know, nationalities or whatever. Okay. Her music was frequently featured on the Dr. Demento show in the 1970s. Oh, cool. All right. So she started singing in lounges and cocktail bars. And uh, sooner or later, she and her husband figured out her, her biggest asset, the thing she did best, were these novelty songs, right? So in 1953, after hearing about this thing with La Rosa and Arthur Godfrey, she wrote, sang, and published a mainstream novelty hit called Dear Mr. Godfrey. Oh, wow. And it was released in November of 1953. It sold 100,000 copies within the first 10 days released and reached number 25 on the charts. God. It's, and then she it just launched her on this whirlwind tour, right? She had this huge popular song. So, and it's uh, one more little tidbit that's pretty funny. Uh, when she arrived in Australia on a tour uh, in 1958, she had a lot of little raunchy songs that she sang, right? And um, the uh, songs like The Admirable's, uh, Admiral's Daughter and Johnny Had a Yo-Yo. We, <laughs> we may have to go back and touch on these sometime. Customs agents seized her records. And rather than ruining her career, it only brought out crowds and it created a healthy demand for her suppressed records. Now, listen, records were going for maybe a buck fifty, a buck ninety-eight at the time, right? People were paying eight dollars a piece for hers. <laughs> just be able to the underground market. That's right. <laughs> See, but tell me, I can't have something, and I will find a way to get it. Oh wow! So, so this is Ruth Wallace uh, from her song, nineteen fifty-three. It's called "Dear Mr. Godfrey." Dear Mr. Godfrey, listen to my plea. Hire me and fire me and make a star of me. Only opportunity knocks upon my door. I have such humility like you never saw before. Humility, humility. Julius lost his humility. Dear Mr. Godfrey, it is plain to see. I sing as loud as anyone, all I need is publicity. Fire me and fire me, and won't you do it soon? Play upon your ukulele, and I'll dance to your tune. Humility, humility, I got such humility. Dear Mr. Godfrey, listen to my plea. 
and make a star of me. And when I sing my swan song and you give me the gate, make sure all the people hear you in the 48. Humility, humility. Julius lost his humility. Is for every musician who got the bum rush from a, 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 an employer. Producer, yeah. yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, Good that's song. great. That's yeah. great. All right, Raj. Well, uh, uh, you know, Leo, we about used up our time for this. Uh, oh, I guess we have. The show, yeah, with a bunch of nonsense. Actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty good nonsense. Pretty good nonsense. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, of course, tomorrow's moving day. Oh, that's true. That's so we true. have to police the area. Uh-huh. And don't go Come. calling the police like you did. I just uh, meant I misunderstood. It's a term that means clean up. Yeah, I'll be okay. police. Okay, so we will clean up the area. Okay, we'll clean up. You can handle that. I got that. And, of course, we have to change the cat box. That's Art right. Moore will Art take Moore. care of that. Take it we'll easy, take buddy. All right. And um, we also have to check that left, left rear, rear inside, inside duel. duel. Mm. Yeah, and it's an odd-numbered show, so, Leo, um, I'm mm. afraid it's your turn. Hmm. So sorry. I mean, uh, oh, that, that's okay. That's fine. It's a democracy. It's fine. Here. Yeah. yeah. It's so, a democracy. Yeah. I'm going to change my vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably will cancel it out. Okay, fine. <laughs> There's only two of us. All right. Well, you take care of that, and I'll take care of this, and uh, we'll be back. This is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. <laughs> Hey, you know, we don't say this nearly enough, but yeah. that, that Brad Kozlowski, man, he really knows what he's talking about. He knows about. what he's talking about. You know, I mean, he's driving like 400 miles an hour, you know. And, and we and pay attention. We pay attention and, and we check. Uh, that one tire. That one tire. <laughs> but we do check it. It's the problem tire. That problem that tire. That left rear inside duel. We've never had any uh-huh. issues with any of the other tires. No. Knock on wood. And we don't want to push our luck. That's right. We don't. Yeah. Okay. So how was the tire, by the way? It was two pounds down. Okay. So we're right in the pocket. Okay. We that's can deal with two pounds. Two of pounds. Life. Yeah. Yeah. We can okay, deal with that's that. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, good, Leo. Thank you for doing that. I know it's a, it's, it's not my it's, favorite thing to do. I know it's traumatic for you, but uh, I appreciate you. You, you know, know, sometimes it up and, you just you know got to hold your breath, and uh, I about turned blue doing it this time. But um, you must have really, literally held your breath. I did yeah. hold my breath. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. Well, thank you for your uh, uh, for that. My near sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we are broadcasting this week from uh, Bacon's, Delaware. Not just bacon, but bacon's bacon, which we thought oh, that's well, awesome. There'd be bacon. What could be better than bacon? We love bacon. Bacon's could bacon's be better than better. More than one kind of bacon. Yeah, and there are many varieties of bacon, and they're all delicious. They are. You know why? 
Why? Because, because they taste like, like bacon. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Thank you, Junie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you know, here we are. Mm. I mean, it's, you know, it's not much of a town, really. Uh, it's unincorporated like a lot of the other places mm. we seem to go on. No, nah, mostly. Well, this is how you can meet the strange and wonderful people that we often do. Well, of course. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, but not much here. Uh, you know, like, any kind of history? Did you find The only out? thing I found was there's a family named Bacon. Oh, so they were the Bacons. They were the Bacons. Oh, okay. They were farmers, right? <laughs> and they were very successful. And then they started, they kind of uh, expanded and they started an egg business, right? Among okay. other things. Well, that makes total sense. To that me. makes total sense. Yeah. Well, if you live in a place called Bacon's, Bacon's. you might as well have an Eggs. egg yeah. deal. It kind of goes together. Sure. But one of the sons of this family designed a collapsible egg carrier in 1884. And he got a patent for it. It oh. was designed uh, to be able to ship eggs, you know, down the road to Philadelphia. And then the, the carriers could be collapsed and shipped back to the egg guys. So that's something. Wow. That's something there, yeah. So bacons and egg. Bacons and egg. Nice. Nice, yeah. You know, when we stopped to fill up mm-hmm. at that yeah. gas station down the yeah. road, yeah. they did tell us <clears throat> to kind of be on the lookout. They, they gave us a heads up. Yeah, they said there, there's a guy. They, they call him Uncle Buford. Right, exactly. And they said he's harmless. But yeah. but that you know every now and then he just shows up. Well, it isn't, wouldn't be the first time that you know. Oh, he ran people. into something yeah, like that. Yeah, I guess. So, but yeah. uh, wait a minute, what was that? Uh oh. Who is it? I, I, I guess I, we better answer. Probably it. answer it. Yeah. <laughs> Mama says these are my magic pants. Well, I guess he found it. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Who were those guys with him? I don't know, man. I mean, they like didn't whole... say he had like brothers or anything. No, but they, they kind of looked like a family. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. We have to keep an eye on these guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, appropriately, people say. Derriers. What the heck are you guys doing out there? <laughs> We're just not sure. It's increasingly weird. You know, I, it I, is. But, um, well, you know, the fact is that uh, our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA have these things called ranches. ranches. That's true, yes. And, you know, unlike us, they get to record their shows from the relative comfort of the ranches. That's true. They don't go out driving around all over the country yeah. and everything. They get to uh, sit at home with their little puffy slippers and, you know. Uh, you know hot cocoa, maybe? Hot cocoa, yeah. Yeah, you know, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rockin' Diamond R Ranch. Well, where's that, Roger? Well, Leo, that's in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. And Alan Bailey has the Swingin' Gate Ranch. That's, that's out true. there in western Kansas. I've mm-hmm. uh, been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orrin Friesen, of course, has the Rockin' Banjo Ranch there been in there central too. Kansas. Yeah, nice place. Now, Orrin, of course, is the human footnote of the dairy. Never misses a lick. That's true. That's true. So, uh, but we didn't... We, don't have a ranch, and we yeah. used to whine about that fact. And kind of, yeah, we thought we, we needed a ranch. Yeah, you know. and, and but our pal Suzanne said us straight. That's true, she did. And she said, "Look at it this way, you morons." <laughs> I think she didn't say that out loud. Yeah, I know she was but thinking I it. I think though. it was in for Yeah, it was. Yeah, she said, "You have got the biggest ranch of all. You've got the entire continental United That's States, true, yeah, border yeah. border, ocean to ocean. Mm-hmm. You could say you have a ranch." Without, Without fences. fences. And then she's right. Yeah, know, she is right. the truth. And know. we ride that range in our RV called... Rambling Roads. Rambling Roads. Why you ride... Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, Rosie gets us there. She does, man. Yes, sir. She goes, we're going to always count on the old girl. Yes, sir. All right, Roger. Gosh, this has been exciting. Yeah, I guess. Well, you know, visitors and everything. Visitors, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, well. But, but fun. Yeah. All right, Roger. I believe you're up. Okay. Well, I mentioned our pal Oren. Yes. And, uh, of course, he is the human footnote of the dairy. Absolutely. But he, um, he rec- suggested a group. Uh-huh. Okay. Actually, a guy. And um, the guy is John Kay. John Kay of the band Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and so I looked into it, and and I went back to him, and I said, you know, Oren, I don't know, man. He was German-born and became a Canadian citizen. Hmm. But, um, you know, I, I, in, you know, of course, he did start the band Steppenwolf, you yeah, know. That's that, yeah. And to which Oren replied, yeah, but Steppenwolf was an American band. They were formed in L.A. The first time I ever heard the term heavy metal was in their monster hit Born to be Wild. Yep. That may be where the term originated. It could be. Could be. That's well, good enough that, for that's me. That's good enough. Yeah. 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 So um, it is interesting. Um, they, they uh, uh, in, in the early 60s, um, he worked at the Troubadour Club in Los Angeles. Didn't really work out too well. He hitchhiked to Canada in 65. And uh, got started in this band called the Sparrows, and they they kind of did okay in Canada. And then they moved to California, changed the lineup, changed the name to Steppenwolf, and just yeah. started a whole new thing. The rest, as I, they say, is, is history. Is musical history, right? You know, Born to Be Wild, Magic Carpet Ride, Monster, The Pusher, Rock Me. Um, he said uh, he recorded both as a solo artist and with Steppenwolf during the late seventies. And wrapped up Steppenwolf's 50th year of touring, which was to be a final gig in October of 2018. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. So, uh, Oren, uh, you are right. And why not? I mean, if we're going to do Steppenwolf, from Steppenwolf 1968, Born to be Wild. And whatever comes our way Yeah, gotta go make it happen Take the world in a loving place Fire all of the guns and pumps And explode into space I like smoking lightning Heavy metal thunder Racing with the wind
about a flashback <laughs> oh man that's wild that was awesome thank you Oren, and thanks for holding my feet to the fire on <laughs> yeah, that uh, that's, uh, it was didn't worth wuss it. out on it so. all right okay leo well where now i'm i'm gonna have to just do a 180 here you know okay i could go one of two ways i could continue with this insanity oh god or try to maybe bring us back just a little bit a little bit actually this kind of is, is a personal thing too you know we we did a we, we were in bands that did covers I mean, sure. we covered songs all over the place. And uh, as a matter of fact, we were kind of well-known for covering uh, rock and roll tunes in the bluegrass style. That's right. With our old band, Spontaneous Combustion. Yeah, blue rock. But you remember, um, when this is before the internet and everything, and finding the lyrics to songs was largely a matter of putting the record on and listening very, very closely. And over and over and over Over and again. over again. Drop and the even, needle. And even then we got it wrong sometimes. Yeah. We, we did the best we could, you know. Right. Well, there's a classic example of this uh, out there, and I thought it'd be fun to touch on it a little bit. Everybody knows about the Carter family. You know, yeah. they mm-hmm. famous folk, folk singers, uh, traditional American folk music group, and they recorded between 1927 and 1956 primarily. And their music, there's no way to measure the impact uh, that, that their music had on uh, bluegrass, country, southern gospel, pop, rock and roll. I mean, they you know they really had a huge imprint on all of those styles, mm-hmm. but they were up against the same thing we were, and they were trying to learn lyrics to songs, and they had it even worse. All they had these big old seventy eights, right? You know, they were scratchy. pretty scratchy to begin with. All right. Well, the song uh, that I'm going to feature is called "Wildwood Flower." Okay. All right. One of their most most famous tunes, yeah. right? Now it was actually the the song was actually I think originally Scottish. But listen, they, they, they really screwed up. I always listen to this thing, and, and the lyrics people are saying, I go, well, that didn't make any sense. You know, those are weird words. Mm-hmm. So here's, here's an example. There's just one, one verse of it, right? The, the original line said, I'll twine mid the ringlets of my raven black hair, mm-hmm. which they heard as, oh, I'll twine with my mingles and waving black hair, all right? Second line, the lilies so pale and the roses so fair, which they heard as, with the roses so red and the lilies so fair. Pretty close, right? Third line, the myrtle so bright with an emerald hue, they heard it as, and the myrtle so bright with the emerald dew. And the last line, this is my favorite. This is one that never made any sense to me. The original line was, and the pale arantus with eyes of bright blue, which they heard as, the pale and the leader in eyes look like blue. (laughs) 
Yeah. You know, but it just yeah. didn't make any sense. Either. Well, that's why. They, they they did the best they could with that 78 RPM record. Wow. Anyway, I don't okay. want to make fun of this band. They're a marvelous band. Oh, sure, yeah. But it's just a little touch, you know. I so, love it. But let's give it a look, man. This is Wildwood Flower. Classic. Oh, sure it and, is. And I should mention going out, too, that she developed this style of playing the melody on the lower strings of the guitar. Right. And strumming the chords on the top strings of the guitar, which is yeah. pretty revolutionary at the time. You so. better believe it. There yeah. you go. All right, Rog, back to you. Okay, well, I'm not done with Steppenwolf. Oh, you're not? Okay, because uh, actually what Oren had said was I ought to cover John Kay. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I, I couldn't cover John Kay without... Covering Steppenwolf, okay, you know, that'd that. be an American, yeah, yeah, yeah. American band. <laughs> um, but uh, he said, "Well, good luck uh, pronouncing his name." 
Because John Kay? Well, that's everybody called him John Kay because his name was uh, Joachim Fritz, and the last name is spelled K R A U L E D A T. Okay. And, you know, and I can pronounce it, but I have people. Yeah, that's okay, right. So I went to my first guy. Oh, said, yeah, we know this guy. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I said, How do you pronounce it? And he said, Yeah. Tell me, come on, tell me. Cruel Dad. What? Cruel Dad. I said, don't pronounce it like I would pronounce it. Right. That's how I'd pronounce it. Yeah. So I found this woman, a, a German woman. Okay, and yeah. I think it'll be closer. Okay, let's see. Kauladat. Hmm. Kauladat. I think and, that's more accurate. And that was his last name? That was his real last name. Hmm. John. Well, but we call him John, John K. K. Yeah. Okay. I think that's better. Yeah, I like that better. Okay. okay. So uh, anyway, enough of that nonsense. Um, I found an album of his called Heretics and Privateers from 2001. And um, and I like this one song a lot. It's called "She's Got the Goods." But on the album, he did a, a, an electric version and an acoustic version. Oh, is that a fact? And guess what I did? Ye- oh, I put together a mix, mix up. up. Yeah, oh, cool. And All right. it, it All came right. together pretty good. So okay. uh, let's give it a listen uh, from Heretics of Privateers, two thousand one. John K. doing "She's Got the Goods" mix up. Red, white, and blue guns a blazing. She took no prisoners if you caught her right. And men just found her amazing. First she gave a teacher private lessons more than twice. Oh, and then she took the preacher. On a three-day trip to paradise They tried to hold and keep her But they never could She's got the guns Men stood in line Trying to play in a game To win a smile and affection Some jump for joy some went insane Each time she made a selection I even built a bank of Always had a heart like ice Yes, she did She's got the guns And she was gone Not a single goodbye You could hear men sighing There was some talk About the FBI Chasing her down But they're lying From Maine to California From Fairbanks to Miami Beach Oh, now everybody wants some But she's always just out of reach They'd love to hold and keep her But they never could 
She's got the goods. Once in a while she will drop a line. Then half the town talks about it. She says her love, she's doing fine. They all just smile, they don't doubt it. Hearts start beating faster, dreaming about those magic nights. Oh, when they flirted with disaster, and how she made them feel alive. Yeah, in their dreams, they hold her like they never could. She's got the goods. Hey, I know this song. Is that one about that spoon? Look out. And we're backing up. We are backing up. Boy, we, we, you know, we shouldn't do that so freely, but we just do it. I mean, it just yeah. seems natural, you well, know? Well, it does, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Backing up seems more natural. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't either, yeah. man. Yeah. It's very weird. We're just kind of getting used to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess. Well, this is the part of the show where we uh, we used to be kind of polite about it, but now we just... Oh, we beg. Beg. We yeah. beg, yeah. Beg uh-huh. people to go to our website. So, Come on, man. You know, we put a lot into it. We put a lot of stuff up there, and it, it's worth a little bit of time to go well, check it I out. Well, I think it's worth plenty of time. Yeah. You know, just go go wander around the website a little bit. Yeah. There's all kinds of funny stuff we on do. there. We do. We put all kinds of stuff up we there. We do. We're, we're not very discriminatory about what we put on there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we just... Put yeah. all kinds of stuff up there. Well, but people may be wondering what that website is. Well, that that might be true. Yeah. What, what so, would it be, Roger? Well, the website for this show is thederriers.com. And it's very important. We yeah. make this point every time. Mm-hmm. It's a PSA. That's PSA. The. Is the most important there part. There you go. Yeah. Don't if forget. you forget it, well, you'll never forget you know, it again. It's, it's yeah. an eye-opener, to yeah. say the least. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and the website for the band well, is... that's a threetrailswest.com. I can't even talk anymore. No. But that's with the number three there on the front. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can go and get, uh, you know, you can order uh, our, our records and uh, our yeah. stickers and t-shirts, uh, t-shirts all and all kind kinds of stuff. Of stuff. So, yeah. yeah, check that out. Yeah. You know, uh, if you go to either of those websites, you're going to find a lot of... Content. content, that's true, yeah. And we're pretty sure if you check it out, you will be contented. contented but boy, there's getting to be a lot of it. I yeah. mean, more all the time. So you could become confused, confused in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll help you walk through it there. Yeah, yeah. There's contact us tabs on both websites. Uh, or you could get right to us with our email addresses. That's true. Yeah, mine is Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at thederriers.com. Yeah. All right. And, and you know, Leo, also, if you go to thederriers.com, mm-hmm. go to the Americana Roadshow tab. Yes. From there, you can listen to any of our past episodes, or if you prefer, you can download them and listen to them at, at your, your leisure, leisure, preferably while wearing your 
leisure suit. suit. Yeah, well, it only makes sense. It mostly, mostly yeah. does. Yes. Hey, you know what else? Liv? What else, Roger? You can now find uh, our past episodes on on many platforms, including Spotify. Spotify. I know how much you like Spotify. I like Spotify. Yeah, but it's also on Stitcher. But Spotify. Yeah, I know. It's right there. Uh, but it's on TuneIn Spot- also. Spotify. Yeah, and it's on Amazon Music. I suppose it might be, but yeah. it's right there on Spotify. Right. And it's also on iHeartRadio. I've heard that it might be on iHeartRadio. I heart you too, Roger, but yes. I listen to Spotify. So. Thank you. That's good. Okay. Well, you know, as our good buddy Mike Carr says... Listen, I go nowheres without the Derriers. And we appreciate it, yeah. Mike. Thank we you, really Mike. do. Thank you. you. Know, I, I like Mike much better than his brother Mark. That's Mark. With no, that loud no, saxophone that, loud, that he plays nah, and stuff. I hate yeah. that. I hate yeah. that stuff. Yeah, but I like Mike. Be like Mike. Be like Mike. Yeah, like absolutely. That. Yes. Well, Leo, um, I think it's your turn. Boy, this has been a wacky... <laughs> Yeah, I you know, take a deep breath, and I can get through this. Usually, you have kind of I have a, I have you know do something, I do something, and we kind of yeah. know. No, oh no, no, we've been off the rails. This one is yeah. weird. We're riding the third rail. I think. I'm going to actually feature a song in one of your favorite genres, actually, Ooh, with really? a little backstory. Okay, uh, you talk a lot about uh, that uh, Nashville sound. Oh yes. Okay. Well, one of the earliest practitioners of that particular style was a guy named James Travis Reeves, otherwise Jim Reeves. Okay, yeah. All right. Smooth voice. Oh, smooth. But that wasn't that wasn't how he started out though, see? Oh, really? Well, what was the deal is that um he was started out his career doing his voice, right? In that uh, in like the East Texas style, kind okay. of loud and and you know, kind of raw and everything. And uh, he always said that one of these days, I'm going to sing like I want to sing. Oh, wow. Right? So he decreased his volume, and he used the lower registers of his singing voice with his lips nearly touching the microphone. And that produces a thing that we call the proximity factor. You bet. Right? We've actually used it ourselves. Now, he wanted to do the album that way, but RCA, who was his record company at the time, didn't want him to do it. They wanted him to stick to the tried and true method. You yeah, know. sure. Uh, but his producer was Chet Atkins. Oh my! And Chet Atkins stepped up and says, "No, man, this is the the thing. You know, let's let him do this this way." So he used his new style in a recording in 1957, and it was a demonstration song of lost love that originally been intended for a female voice, and it was entitled Four Walls." Oh, was. Ended up being another big hit for him. Yeah. It not only scored number one on the country music charts, but it also scored number 11 on the pop music charts. So, you know, early on crossover hit. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which uh, expanded his audience. And, uh, you know, it did that. that's what it came to. Wow. Now, his huge hit that really put a nail in that coffin for him was a song that he recorded uh, called, in 1957. And this is it. It's a beautiful song. Uh, This is Jim Reeves uh, singing He'll Have to Go. Put your sweet lips a little closer to the phone. Let's pretend that we're together all alone. I'll tell the man to turn the jukebox way down. friend there with you he'll have to go whisper to me tell me do you love me true 
I do Though love is blind Make up your mind I've got to know Should I hang up Or will you tell him He'll have to go You can't say The words I want to hear While you're with Another man Do you want me Answer yes or no Darling I Will understand Put your sweet lips A little closer To the phone Let's pretend That we're together All alone I'll tell the man To turn the jukebox Way down low And you can tell Your friend there with you That's a song that changed everything. You know, right there. Yeah. And, you know, his follow up song to that hit, uh, <laughs> dedicated to the RCA people, was uh-huh. called Neener, Neener, Neener. Neener, Neener, Neener. Yeah. <laughs> I told you uh, so. Good enough. <laughs> that's great. He, he's got such a great voice. Oh, well, he's the original Gentleman Jim. He is. Yeah, that's what they call him. So. Yeah. All right, Raj, back to you. Okay. Uh, our last trip uh, back through Kansas City, of course, we always try to be there on Monday night and right. go to the, the the brick for Real Grit Happy Hour. Yep. And uh, there was this couple that got up, and uh, he was on guitar, and she was on fiddle, and they sang, and they just blew me away. They were so strong. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's sometimes, you know, they were just both strong, and, and, and it was great stuff. And I went up and talked to him. I, I had recognized him from being in there before. Uh, but it's a couple, uh, uh, Benjamin Parks and Laurel Parks, okay? Yeah, yeah, I remember them. Yeah, and, and, yeah. They, and I said, do you have any recordings? And they go, yeah, we call it Of Tree. Of Tree? Of Tree, okay. okay? And uh, the story behind that, uh, it came from a, uh, he had a prominent oak oak tree that stood in the front of his, in his yard. Yeah. And it was split in half by a lightning storm. Ooh. And so he took that as a, as a metaphor. You know, he said, this is, uh, my life is going to split off an entirely different direction. Right. And he learned how to play guitar and just started on this whole new thing and then he joined with his wife laurel on strings and they they wrote they 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 call them dark indie folk ballads they speak of both loss and hope and all the things that life is made of um and and they do they have some recordings where they bring a couple other people in but um i found this recording from 2017 uh the uh, album is called sorry we're chosen and i just love this tune uh of tree doing if you find I 
Get that? All right. I never used a spoon, but I heard about them. And them things they give you in them Chinese restaurants for your food. I told Man, you not to feed him. I'm sorry. I keep I, coming back. I just threw biscuits at him. I, well, he, I guess they liked him. Uh, I guess so. All right. Wow. Uh, hey, you know what? Hey, what? <laughs> We're out of time. <laughs> this, Thank wow. goodness. Wow. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the space-time <laughs> continuum right now. It's been an interesting show. It's been a weird one, yeah. Ooh, ooh, uh, okay, but we got to figure out where we're going next week. Good point. That's uh, true. So, uh, let's see here. It's uh, your turn to throw the dart. Yes. So, I'll get the map. And okay, it it's, now look out for Ardmore. <laughs> he just likes to hang out there. No. Okay. You got it? Okay, okay. Okay, you get the dart. Oh, yeah, dart. Hang spoon on drawer two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yep, okay, I got get it. in the circle there. Are you ready to turn right. around? I am. Here yep. we go. Uh-huh. One, One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh wow. We well, went uh, left. W- w- left. That's, that would be west. Yeah, pretty much. And, and down some South Dakota. South, we haven't been yeah. South Dakota for a while. We haven't. Okay. Uh, here's the weird town names oh. in South Dakota. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, this looks simple enough. What's that? Lead. Lead, South Dakota? Lead, South Dakota. It's just like the paint chips you used to eat as a kid. It counts for a lot, doesn't yeah, it? We yeah, might be, it's like a homing thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll do that. All right, um, then. All right, Leo. Well, um, we'll pack up and we'll get out of here and we'll try and leave Uncle Buford. Uh, Let's see if we can ditch those guys, man. I tell you, they keep coming around. I mean, it's true. I think they're harmless enough, but they're pesky. (laughs) They are kind of like gnats. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get the heck out of here and we'll do this again next week. All right. This has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's It's the Derriers. Derriers.